Welcome to Bible News Press. Our goal is to discuss biblical faith beyond cliches and buzzwords, whether such words are religious or political. Sometimes we sit around the table and fellowship. Sometimes we do a little time travel. It is all part of our journey with our Abba Father, who has given us the key to life. We do it with Jesus, and we do it together. Welcome. Hello, I'm Laura. I will be reading 1 Kings chapter 12 from the World English Bible. Rehoboam went to Shechem, for all Israel had come to Shechem to make him king. When Jeroboam, the son of Nebat, heard of it, for he was yet in Egypt, where he had fled from the presence of King Solomon, and Jeroboam lived in Egypt, and they sent and called him. Jeroboam and all the assembly of Israel came and spoke to Rehoboam, saying, Your father made our yoke difficult. Now, therefore, make the hard service of your father and his heavy yoke, which he put on us, lighter, and we will serve you. He said to them, Depart for three days, then come back to me. So the people departed. King Rehoboam took counsel with the old men who had stood before Solomon his father while he yet lived, saying, What counsel do you give me to answer these people? They replied, If you will be a servant to this people today and will serve them and answer them with good words, then they will be your servants forever. But he abandoned the counsel of the old men which they had given him and took counsel with the young men who had grown up with him, who stood before him. He said to them, What counsel do you give that we may answer these people who have spoken to me, saying, Make the yoke that your father put on us lighter? The young men who had grown up with him said to him, Tell these people who spoke to you, saying, Your father made our yoke heavy, but make it lighter to us. Tell them, My little finger is thicker than my father's waist. Now my father burdened you with a heavy yoke, but I will add to your yoke. My father chastised you with whips, but I will chastise you with scorpions. So Jeroboam and all the people came to Rehoboam the third day, as the king asked, saying, Come to me again the third day. The king answered the people roughly and abandoned the counsel of the old men which they had given him, and spoke to them according to the counsel of the young men, saying, My father made your yoke heavy, but I will add to your yoke. My father chastised you with whips, but I will chastise you with scorpions. So the king didn't listen to the people for it was a thing brought about from Yahweh that he might establish his word, which Yahweh spoke by Ahijah the Shilonite to Jeroboam the son of Nebat. When all Israel saw that the king didn't listen to them, the people answered the king, saying, What portion have we in David? We don't have an inheritance in the son of Jesse. To your tents, Israel. Now see to your own house, David. So Israel departed to their tents. But as for the children of Israel who lived in the cities of Judah, Rehoboam reigned over them. Then King Rehoboam sent Adoram, who was over the men subject to forced labor, and all Israel stoned him to death with stones. King Rehoboam hurried to get himself up to his chariot to flee to Jerusalem. So Israel rebelled against David's house to this day. When all Israel heard that Jeroboam had returned, 
They sent and called him to the congregation and made him king over all Israel. There was no one who followed David's house except for the tribe of Judah only. When Rehoboam had come to Jerusalem, he assembled all the house of Judah and the tribe of Benjamin, a hundred and eighty thousand chosen men who were warriors, to fight against the house of Israel, to bring the kingdom again to Rehoboam the son of Solomon. But the word of God came to Shemaiah, the man of God, saying, Speak to Rehoboam the son of Solomon, king of Judah, and to all the house of Judah and Benjamin, and to the rest of the people, saying, Yahweh says, You shall not go up or fight against your brothers, the children of Israel. Every one return to his house, for this thing is from me. So they listened to Yahweh's word and returned and went their way according to Yahweh's word. Then Jeroboam built Shechem in the hill country of Ephraim and lived in it, and he went out from there and built Penuel. Jeroboam said in his heart, Now the kingdom will return to David's house. If this people goes up to offer sacrifices in Yahweh's house at Jerusalem, then the heart of this people will turn again to their Lord, even to Rehoboam king of Judah, and they will kill me and return to Rehoboam king of Judah. So the king took counsel and made two calves of gold, and he said to them, It is too much for you to go up to Jerusalem. Look and behold your gods, Israel, which brought you up out of the land of Egypt. He set one in Bethel, and the other he put in Dan. This thing became a sin, for the people went even as far as Dan to worship before the one there. He made houses of high places and made priests from among all the people who were not of the sons of Levi. Jeroboam ordained a feast in the eighth month on the fifteenth day of the month, like the feast that is in Judah, and he went up to the altar. He did so in Bethel, sacrificing to the calves that he had made, and he placed in Bethel the priests of the high places that he had made. He went up to the altar which he had made in Bethel on the fifteenth day in the eighth month, even in the month which he had devised of his own heart, and he ordained a feast for the children of Israel and went up to the altar to burn incense. That is the end of chapter 12. The first thing I found myself interested in upon reading this was reviewing where Shechem was or is. On the maps, it shows it as very mid-Israel, northwest of Jericho, Jericho being just north of the Dead Sea and a bit west of the Jordan River. In the territory of Manasseh or Ephraim, it's not really clear where the lines are. Shechem is almost directly north of Jerusalem in the area now known as the West Bank. And they still show it on modern maps, but the city of Shechem itself is apparently ruins. Shechem has shown up in the biblical narrative since Genesis chapter 12, verse 6, where it talks about Abram being there. And then it's also in Genesis 33, 18, when Jacob is there. In Joshua 24, 32, we hear about Joseph's bones being buried there. And in Joshua 21, 21, it is listed as a city of refuge. Oh, and here we say in the hill country of Ephraim. Then in Joshua 24, that's where he gives his famous speech to Israel. It's what he says, choose this day whom you shall serve. I found a couple of good maps and discussions of just exactly where Shechem is now. 
Um, one is on a site called Good News for Israel. He seems to think that Shechem is the same place as the town, the location where Jesus talked to the woman in the, at the well in John chapter 4 called Sikhar there. But when you look at BibleStudyTools.com, it says those are two different locations. When I looked at BibleAtlas.org and SourceFlix.com, they show them as two different places, but very close. And interestingly, Shechem and the location of Jacob's well are between the two mountains, Mount Ebal and Mount Gerizim, where Moses had the children of Israel come and talked about the blessings and curses. So the request that the whole nation, it was still the whole nation then, makes of Rehoboam is to make their yokes lighter, which seems very reasonable. They've been working very hard. Uh, as you recall, some of them were drafted to create the palace and the temple, but that's done. Then also remember, silver was commonplace, so there still was some prosperity in the land. Now, King Rehoboam wisely asks for time to consider his decision, but he unwisely listens to the wrong advice. The old men who have been around since his father's reign talk about the king serving the people, but the young men that he has grown up with are heavy-handed and demanding and have kind of a mean-spirited authority, and they say he should put the vices on, so to speak. In 2 Chronicles chapter 12, 13, we are reminded that Rehoboam was 41 years old when he became king, so that's what they mean by young men there. It seems that King Rehoboam and the men he had grown up with viewed their power and prosperity as something due to them, something that was not going to go away, and they didn't have any thought for the hardship that they were imposing on the people. This is like all tyrants in time and history, no matter what political propaganda they use to try and describe themselves or make it seem like what they're doing is for the good of the nation. Verse 15 talks about all of this being brought about by Yahweh. Uh, remember, just in chapter 11 of 1 Kings, uh, verses 26 through 39, God sent the prophet Ahijah to Jeroboam um, to tell him about the kingdom coming to him. And he made him a promise that if Jeroboam would listen to him, he would bless him as a king. Then also recall God's clarification of his promises in Exodus chapter 20, verses 5 through 6. Those who do not follow God, who hate him, will be punished. But for those who follow him, he will show mercy. So Rehoboam himself will only be guilty of his own sins, but the kingdom is going to be affected by Solomon's choices. Also, God knows what all our choices will be, so it is easy for him to use those and predict outcomes as well as cause what he wants to happen in the midst of that. I found myself wondering why Rehoboam listened to God about not attacking, but he didn't seek God at all regarding the people's request. So again, going back to Jeroboam's marvelous promise from God, he decided to use other evil methods to secure his kingdom, namely pushing idolatry when he should have trusted God. Note that he again uses the 
idols, the golden calves. And he even makes the statement, this is several hundred years later, he uses the idea that these gods have brought them out of Egypt. So that is really speaking very clearly against the true God. But the people didn't need to listen to him. They could have refused to worship these golden calves. And if you look at 2 Chronicles chapter 11, verses 13 through 17, you will see that those who didn't want to live this way moved to the southern kingdom. That's all for today. Thanks for listening. That is the Bible News Press segment for today, but not the end of our journey.